0: Hello and welcome to another episode of How Are You Holding Up? A mental health podcast by the depressed for the depressed. I'm Lindsay. And
1: I'm Chris.
0: And the first question I want to ask you is how are you holding up?
1: I'm so much allergies, but that's okay because <laughs> mentally I'm also a million miles away. So
0: today we are talking about numbness. That's going to be our topic. Yay. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Um, yeah, so, <laughs> Lindsay, how are you holding up?
0: You know, I'm fine. I'm not, like, totally incredibly amazing, and I'm not depressed. That's good. Which, if any of you were tuning in a couple weeks ago, you know that I was going into a depression. And then we did our experiment, the B12 shot, and it gave me the little boost I needed to not go deeper. And I kind of slipped out of it. That's, escaped its nasty little clutches. That's
1: fantastic.
0: Yeah. I don't think I'm fully back,
1: mm-hmm. but I'm
0: definitely not in the drudges. I'm not numb.
1: That's awesome. I am uh, currently in the midst of... Yeah, just the numbness, honestly. I, I'm not feeling too great. not feeling too bad. I had a fun night last night, so that kind of... That was a lift of spirits, and... As a result, I'm kind of entering today just like, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I think a lot of people when they think of depression and when you see it in media, it is so it's portrayed as like so sad or so, such 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 an extreme, you know, like mm-hmm. you um, you just cry all the time and you just binge ice cream and you. You know, while some of those things can be true, I think uh, something that's harder to show is the emotional numbness. And I don't know if everybody who has depression has this, um, but I definitely experienced it. And I think um, I was reading kind of through some articles before we started this episode about it, and they were saying one said um, emotional numbness cannot be clinically described, which makes it more difficult to diagnose or identify. Um, I think if you tell a professional hey i feel emotionally numb mm-hmm. at this point where we are now in our society people know what you're talking about but you know i think 15 years ago that would have been not something that would be helpful <laughs> i
1: think i think you're right on the money there's a very good chance that when you go if you go to a therapy appointment and you tell them hey i'm feeling numb they may want you to clarify be like okay how numb are you feeling yes. um do you feel any amount of happiness or sadness um, you know, do you enjoy doing things you used to do and stuff like that so it it's it, the numbness as it stands um it's more of a just an indication of possibly exhaustion sometimes,
0: yeah, so what i when I am vision numbness, like what we're talking about here, if you don't have depression or you have depression but you haven't experienced the numb, it's basically where you have. Really, no ups or downs. Uh, things that would normally piss you off don't really affect you. Um, you don't get really sad. You don't get really happy. You don't really care. The food isn't yummy anymore. Shows don't matter. Like, things you know logically should make you happy or used to. They just don't make you feel much of anything. You might lose your, um, uh, whatchamacallit, Uh, sex drive. Mm -hmm. Um, You might sleep a lot and still feel like you haven't really slept. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. (laughs) When you go exercise, you don't get that endorphin (laughs) kick that everybody promises you will. It's a lie. Um, (laughs) That's what I imagine as the emotional numbness.
1: I would agree with that. Um, I find myself often, when I'm in the numbness, is usually... I'm I'm so stuck in the idea of okay time to go and be a human being. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's more that's more of just like where I'm at. Where I can't necessarily tell you what kind of human being I'm gonna be, but I just I'm just gonna go and human it up. Uh, it, it feels like I'm almost like. Faking. an alien an alien faking being a human sometimes it's like
0: you kind of and because i i feel like what you're saying is because you almost are so numb you start disassociating from yourself so you're like outside looking in at you doing these things like a puppet
1: mm-hmm.
0: like a human body puppet yeah
1: human body puppet <laughs>
0: yay positivity
1: Uh,
0: (laughs) (laughs) i think that's why both you and i have kind of dark senses of humor Mm -hmm. because if you ever experience the numb it's all it's just ridiculous like things you can see things in a way and you take this emotion out of it it's just ridiculous like things are ridiculous Mm -hmm. and so then you kind of develop this bizarro humor that some people probably wouldn't appreciate very much
1: no especially when like if you if you've kind of got yourself surrounded by people who are like well aren't you're depressed you shouldn't be making light of that and it's like well, well <laughs> sorry that's that's literally all we've got
0: so just if you're new or not new as you know we are not professionals we're just two people having a conversation and sometimes we research a little bit mm-hmm. who knows if the articles we use are 100 percent accurate but um most of this is going to be our experiences so um with that being said, I think we're gonna talk about kind of how we feel numb, and how it affects us, how we try to hide it, etc. Um, yeah. So here we go. Buckle up. <laughs> <laughs> so when you are going through your numb stage, um, first of all, how long do you have you been numb? Do you feel like
1: it's been at least a year? I'd say. Yeah. It's been it's been probably longer, honestly, because um, now. Let me say, yeah, I've been yeah, I'd say about a year that it's been the most numb before that, I was just mostly numb this yeah. this is now like completely numb where mm. i i I will have my peaks and my valleys of feeling good and feeling bad, but for the most part, I am not affected by hardly anything in terms of like getting super happy or super sad, yeah. And, I I don't have the extremes like I used to. Now it's just an even keel of okay. Whatever.
0: Do you remember what it was like before you were numb?
1: Yeah, a little bit. I I get little little trace memories of like oh yeah, I was super happy then or oh, I was so absolutely devastated. And then I don't really remember what that feels like though. Yeah. Like I don't remember being <laughs> I don't I, I I remember the the happiness that I had was so absolutely fleeting that it was just like, oh okay, that's cool. I got like It's like it's like the lacroix of feelings where it's just like somebody <laughs> somebody yelled the word happy in the other room and I vaguely heard it
0: <laughs> and I sensed it for a brief moment in the wind. <laughs> um I think this is probably so, and we've talked about this a lot, but it's probably so frustrating for people who have never experienced depression because you see this person that you love and care about and they have everything in their life going for them or it's just fine. Like, yeah, everybody has problems. Like everybody has issues that they deal with and it doesn't make sense, logical sense, why this person isn't fully engaged in their life is going through this depression. I I mean, I think in general depression is frustrating, Mm -hmm. but especially numbness because there is no like release. I think sometimes when I'm depressed, you know, I'll have really dark thoughts and I get really sad, really like horrifically deeply, like mourning my life, sad, crying. And at least there's some sort of release where I cry. But when you're numb, there's no release. It's just monotony and it's just going through things you know you should be feeling something about and you don't really feel anything. And you'll feel hints, like you said. Like, there are ups and downs mm-hmm. within your numbness, but it's still yeah basically numb. Um, and I feel... And I, and it's like when you're outside from it looking in, how do you help? How do you support it? And... I mean...
1: I mean, that's honestly... They're
0: just trying to get through. You can't fix it. That's the no. biggest thing we try to tell people. is like You cannot fix someone's depression, anxiety. All you can do is support... All you can do is be there and, you know, keep inviting this person to stuff. Mm -hmm. Keep being there. Yeah. Um, Having healthy boundaries because don't take on somebody's numbness.
1: (laughs) Don't get codependent. (laughs) No
0: codependence for you. So, yeah, how Mm. does the numbness start? Like, how do we?
1: I was going to say, how does the numbness affect you? How does it affect me? Because, like, you say that your numbness comes more, like, as a precursor. As opposed to the constant state.
0: Yeah, I, I go through cycles, and I'm—I um, don't know if I've mentioned this before, but I'm starting to wonder if I have a little bit of the bipolar in me because I definitely have ups, kind of like manic ups where I don't sleep much and I get kind of talk mm-hmm. fasty. But anyway, that's on another subject. My numbness is it creeps up on me. So one day it'll just be like, oh, I don't feel like I slept enough, and I kind of feel tired today. And, okay, oh, I thought I was going to, like, really look forward to seeing this person, but, you know, it's just kind of okay. And then the next day, it's like, oh, I don't feel like I slept enough. This food doesn't taste very good. <laughs> it doesn't taste like much of anything. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have to go to work. Next day, I'm exhausted. I slept more than enough. I don't care about anything. Um, I lose motivation for everything. I mean, talk. <laughs> forget about your routine. Um, oh yeah. It it suddenly I'm in a place where I don't have any emotional bandwidth mm-hmm. for anything, and just taking a shower, just getting sure that I have a, a good meal in me. Um, I was talking to Chris about this earlier. I think that's why sometimes I get into bad eating habits because just like having some spark of something yummy in my mouth (laughs) that has some kind of flavor Mm -hmm. or like comfort food that used to make me feel good. Like hot Cheetos, terrible for my stomach. I've hit 30, I get acid reflux. (laughs) But like eating hot Cheetos (laughs) reminds me of when I was younger and I was like having a good time and playing video games with my friends and I felt alive. So like trying to conjure with my food magic some sort of (laughs) emotion. I have a good partner. Um, I told him, well, cause I was starting to go through the numb and I was like, listen, I just want you to know, um, I'm, I don't feel connected to you right now. And it's not that I don't care about you. Cause I do feel like I care about you, but I'm just not going to be connecting with you at the level that we've been connecting and bless him. He can take that kind of very strongly worded message and understand that I'm not saying it to hurt him and I'm not mm. saying, it like, there's something wrong with this. I'm saying, like, hey, warning, there's something wrong with me right now. My whatever is off. Yeah. Um, and I don't really want to engage in anything. Like, I, I mean, even playing video games will just not feel like much of anything. And it's so frustrating. It is so frustrating to not be able to to get excited about something and to not be able to connect to your partner and, and to not let yourself feel guilty about those things and then you realize you can't feel anything at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, you go into the autopilot.
1: Uh, the autopilot. Yeah, that's honestly I I think that on a on an average daily basis I'm like 90% autopilot. Yeah. If 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 I have to take time and actively like make myself really think and respond and I know for a fact that like as we were recording this podcast I'm dissociating real hard and I'm feeling like incredibly numb compared to just how I was feeling even just yesterday yesterday I was actively engaging and I was really like feeling good and just kind of and then I woke up today, and I was like, "Yeah, that that good time that I had last night was done. It's, it's over now. It's, uh, it's." It doesn't
0: like carry with you.
1: No, not even a little. I I wonder. It's like that was another person. That was another. Yeah. That was another time and place. That wasn't. That wasn't me.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that... we've discussed this too with my memories. I have a terrible time mem- remembering anything, mm-hmm. and like and and with that memory carrying the emotion. Like for you, like having this great memory of yesterday, <laughs> and it's like cool. That's over, and I feel nothing today.
1: I've I've absolutely also been having the same uh, circumstances of of getting in what I consider to be enough sleep, uh, and waking up and still being absolutely exhausted. Mm-hmm. I get I get on average like I get a good amount of sleep way more so than i used to Mm -hmm. because i used to like be like i can get four hours of sleep and i'm fine Mm -hmm. i don't need anything more than four hours oh you need me to come in after like two hours of sleep that's fine i can manage now uh i'm getting like seven eight hours for the first time basically in my life and i'm like nope i can't i can't get up this is nope go back go right back in let's get that solid 10 Let's get that solid 10 hours of sleep. That'll be the good stuff.
0: <laughs> I think this is especially difficult for people. Okay. Well, I don't, I don't know if that's fair to say, but I, when you're an artist or an entrepreneur and you have to create your own energy and get yourself up. And I mean, mm-hmm. I think that's why it's so difficult when you have depression as an artist Yeah. because you already are going to be hard on yourself on your art. But when you're depressed and you're supposed to be like pushing and pushing your stuff and trying to make that money, it's so difficult. And I've, been hard on myself in the past because of like, I just can't reach these goals. These I have these ambitions and I just do not have the energy. Mm-hmm. Now that's not to say that when you have a good schedule um uh, or a schedule where you just, you know, it's regular, it's routine, that you don't have your, that's not your own issues. Like there are plenty of problems that you go through with that. Um, I, I just think that there's so many different sides to when you're depressed and what kind of life you're leading how it affects you
1: yeah no i couldn't agree more with that um so one of the things that i've also kind of noticed in terms of like when i get those those highs the 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 lighter parts where i feel i feel pretty good about yeah i'm able to break through the numbness like those those moments are definitely driven more by the energy of those around me. It does, it does go back a little bit to the extroversion, introversion kind of stuff mm-hmm. where I do feel it could be more difficult for introverts to, 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 to find some sort of light at the end of the tunnel when, when the introversion can be so low energy as it is. Yes. Whereas the extroversion, you, it's, it's like starting a car sometimes you where through people. Yeah. And... I go out with people and I, uh, I'm, like little energy vampire a little bit and just be like oh yeah here i can i can feed off of this and i can mm, mm, that uh, that tastes like that tastes like good stuff i <laughs> i can be good for i can good be i can be good for this evening out let's let's be let's be good
0: that's a good point and we've kind of discussed it before but it's true as an introvert when i go out and i'm numb and i'm depressed it it exhausts me mm-hmm. and 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 i'm noticing it because I told you I'm kind of in one right now, mm-hmm. where like yesterday I had gone out. Oh, what had I done? I, had, I can't even remember. This is my memory. It's gone. <laughs> um, but I had done something. Like I'd gone out to the grocery store or something. And then I went to go visit somebody. And they were like, hey, do you want to go like, uh, oh, no, it was opposite. I went out to the movies. Mm-hmm. And then I went to visit a friend. And then they were like, hey, let's go to the grocery store because we can like bake, which mm-hmm. I love yummy things. But the idea of leaving this house that I had just I was like, but... I've already gone out once today.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't have the energy to go out again. Although I do find that if I do the thing, oftentimes I will, if it's not totally draining, like going to an amusement park, I do feel good about having done it. Sure. Yeah, I can do So it's not that. totally draining. Um, but it is, it's kind of scary. And I wonder um, if sometimes that's why some people stay home and drink, because at least it makes you feel something.
1: Yeah, I mean that's definitely yeah. one of the reasons that I used to stay home and drink. Um, <laughs> Let
0: me feel alive.
1: So how how can we help these feelings? Like how what what are the ultimate like best things that we could really be doing to to make ourselves better? I mean, I I definitely think that breaking routine yes can be a huge uh, huge power for good. In terms of breaking through the monotony and the the numbness that comes with that monotony.
0: That's been one of the magic things about this podcast for me is our our um adventure episodes where we go and we try something to jumpstart ourselves out of our depression. Mm-hmm. And just doing something different that I wouldn't have done ever on my own.
1: We should schedule another float tank.
0: We should yeah <laughs>
1: um for me for me, the thing i I try to do every day like this is just something I've been trying to practice for the better part of two years, and it's it's kept me from falling deeper and deeper into mm. depression, but it's it's definitely little variations. I can't do the same thing every day um uh, no. without without minute variations like I never drive the I never drive the same route to work.
0: I always drive the same route to work because it stresses me out and uses energy if I do. <laughs> I
1: that that's exactly that's exactly the thing because routine is such a like kind of almost double edged sword at times in that it 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 can be comforting mm-hmm. and it can be rewarding because you you know the route you know everything you you'll you'll go and you'll see maybe something different on your routine.
0: Your routine, routine route. picking that... and choosing what it is that you change up.
1: Exactly. But I need that variation, that, that, that ability to go, okay, that route is another good route. I can take that route instead of that one. Or, you know, I'll, yeah. I'll memorize like three or four different ways to get to one place. I
0: think that's a fantastic thing. I have um, anxiety with time mm-hmm. and time management and the idea of going in a different route that could change or alter the time that I arrive. Mm-hmm. It just is a negative thing for me. So for me, what I would change up is maybe like where I eat yeah, or um, what I do after work.
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, I, I couldn't agree more on that one also. Like yeah. there, there are some days where I have a thing that I'm planned. I've planned to do. And I always do um, on a Monday or so. And some nights I'm just like, no, can't do that tonight. That's, that's yeah. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta take some time and, work on my shit
0: i think this is where therapy also comes in is because it helps you get to know yourself getting to know yourself act which is such a weird concept but getting to know the things that actually make you happy versus what you think make you happy mm-hmm. um and trying to when because when you're just associating and you're numb from yourself at least you have the knowledge of the things that can make you happy or that would jumpstart something. And so you can act as though you're a parent to yourself. And that might be a weird concept, but it's kind of true. You're like, okay, now my robot brain is taking over. So now we are going to just do this thing for this person.
1: There's there's something, there's a kind of a, an elephant in the room when it comes to numbness also. And it's something we didn't even write on the list, but it's something that we haven't really touched on either. Oh. Self-harm.
0: Oh, Yeah.
1: And that is something that when you are feeling that numbness that can be a compulsion that can be something that you feel Very strongly as the the direction something that'll bring you out of it something that'll make you Feel anything.
0: Yes, I think um, First the self-harm aspect of it There's either the punishment of yourself like I how dare I feel numb i'm going to hurt myself And then what you said the trying to feel anything at all um, or just toxic behaviors to yes. yourself. For example, something that I do is I will actively destroy something about myself. Something on a lighter note would be my bangs. I had um, perfectly fine bangs that were growing out and they needed a trim. And I was like, well, I'm going to do take my time with them and make them pretty and then one day I got overwhelmed and I was like kind of numb and depressed, but I was having this overwhelmed, like I felt like a bottle of soda shaken up and I went to the bathroom and I chopped them off. And I mean, just like brutally, mm-hmm. I looked like, well, how anybody looks when they've chopped off their bangs far too short. So, and then of course you feel hideous and ugly. And, but like that kind of compulsion to just go in and do something to your body, mm-hmm. um,
1: Something to, something to change it to
0: change it to change the thing, and I know that that's like a silly example, but it is something that, that I've
1: done. I mean, ultimately, though, it, it for for understanding self harm in any capacity, it all like it comes from that place, kind of of a little bit of self hatred, mm-hmm. perhaps. Not even self-hatred that you've given to yourself, but self-hatred that's been put on you.
0: That you've ingested.
1: That you feel like, oh, this person hates me, therefore I should hate me too. Yeah. And external sources of that, it, it can be devastating, to say the least.
0: Yeah. Listen, if you're going to torture yourself, torture yourself by, like, exercising. Yeah. You're like, oh, I hate myself, I'm going to do push-ups, yeah. burns. Yeah. So there's this list I looked up. It's on um, BetterHelp.com, and they were saying um, things that you can do to help yourself when you're numb. And I don't know if I agree with all of these. Mm-hmm. You want me to read some of them?
1: It's a it's a list. Yeah, we can definitely. It's a go few. Through.
0: It's um. So it says wake up and stretch your body.
1: I mean, I do that anyway.
0: I don't so- <laughs> meditate for ten minutes. I have a very okay. If you are new to meditation, sitting there and letting your mind kind of learn and breathing like 10 minutes is a long time so maybe you know find somewhere in between i
1: can only do guided meditations anymore like i can't do just like by myself that's i'm not there yet
0: (laughs) um pray show your gratitude and say something positive affirmations if you aren't religious i think thinking of things that you are grateful for is not a bad thing. Like, practicing gratitude is definitely something that can help anybody, whether you're you depressed or not. <laughs>
1: sure, you don't have to have a higher power to show no. gratitude.
0: Take an amazing warm shower while using aromatherapy, body wash, and shampoo. I'm all about aromatherapy. I can I can get
1: down with some aromatherapy. I like my shampoos to smell good.
0: I am thinking also we should do an aromatherapy oh, yeah. uh, experiment. Um, listen, I don't think any of these are going to jumpstart you out of your numbness, but... um. You know, like this is listen to uplifting music. I like to listen to sad music because I want to feel something. Yeah. So whatever it is, adjust it to who you are. I was
1: going to say, ironically enough, if I listen to like upbeat music, I feel more exhausted. It's exhausting.
0: Like, calming for me to listen to sad and melodic things. I'll listen
1: to power metal if I want to feel something at that point.
0: Basically, I'm I'm reading through this list. It's just like, you know, eat well, listen to good things, fill your life with good things, take a warm bath at the end, read before bed, go to bed at a decent time. I think the idea is start really, really hyper-focusing on taking care of yourself. And something I would like to add to that is start being aware of the people in your life. Because there are people in your life that you probably are not aware when you're numb a lot that are toxic yeah and it is a good time when you are numb to start thinking about who you can cut out without the emotional (laughs) depths that you could go into or intensity because honestly forget about it like there are so many good people in this world to have in your life who will care about you and will help you without the people i have in my life right now I don't know who I would be and it did not. I was very alone for a long time and it did take time to like figure out and heartbreak to figure out who to keep in and who did not. And, mm-hmm. but you just have to, especially when you have depression, you've got to, because you need that support when, when you're kind of falling apart, man,
1: you absolutely do.
0: So take care of yourself.
1: Yeah. Take care of yourself. Take care of your body. Take care of your mind.
0: And you will get through it. I mean, that's the other thing is like it will it will come to an end, they tell us. Um,
1: and even if it doesn't end, if it's something that you live with, yeah. you can manage because with with good luck at least a little bit, and hope, you can you can find something more out there, something that helps you achieve that which you want. Be who you want. Do what you want. And surround yourself with the people you want.
0: Every day is a new day. Yeah. Watch some Fred Rogers.
1: Yeah. As for us, follow us on Instagram at hey who Podcast. Like the Facebook page. Check out the subreddit. And if you want to send us something directly, go ahead and email mailbag at com.
0: Thank you guys for all your messages. Um, we are kind of compiling them and we're going to do an episode from your questions and concerns and thoughts
1: yeah and we're also going to have uh another special guest episode in a couple weeks uh so stay tuned for that that one's going to be a really good one guys we're really excited for it
0: yes thank you guys so much for listening and as always don't don't tell tell us to just just get get over it. it